Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Well, of course, with the Masters, we're doing a lot of features on the Masters on this show this week. And who better to go to than the wonderful golf writer from SI.com, Sports Illustrator, Bob Harrig. Welcome in, Bob. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Thanks. Um, hey, Bob, before we talk about the golf, Sports Illustrated, that is a behemoth of an organisation. I remember as a youngster, if I could get my hands on a Sports Illustrated magazine, I thought I was in heaven because we didn't get much coverage of American sports over here. What's it like to work for such a, a storied and established company? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, it's, a really, it's a really neat thing. Of course, so much has gone online now. Um you know, it used to be that SI was weekly, um, and I was the same way. You know, you couldn't wait to get it. Uh, but the world has changed so much, gone so digital, that nobody wants to wait four or five days to read about something. So, you know, the, the company has had to sort of reinvent itself. The, the magazine only comes out once a month. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're full on board on SI.com, you know. Um, it's... Uh, it's a minute-by-minute business now, and, uh, you know, they've, they've still managed to keep their brand going, but they've had to change greatly. So I'm, I'm you know, feel pretty fortunate to be part of it. And I guess just as a, um, when it was just a magazine, I can imagine a huge big warehouse of you writers and journalists um, all at desks banging on keyboards, etc. I'd imagine, and I don't know, <laughs> there's a lot more remote working now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the SI offices are in New York, and I never go there. <laughs> I, I actually live in I actually live in Florida. So, um, you know, uh, when I'm not traveling to a tournament, I'm I'm working from my office in my house, and uh, uh, as, as do most of the writers. You know, um, you know, those days have changed too. The uh, the going into the office stuff. Sure has, um, but your office will be uh, Augusta uh, this weekend. Lots of storylines, uh, Bob. Um, I think the main one, well, one that's going to get a lot of traction, and it might die down as the week goes on, but with the 18 live golfers, their presence uh, at Augusta, wonderful players with tremendous records, but haven't played much golf. Um I think all of the expectation that there might be a bit of friction. I saw Cam Smith came out yesterday and said there were lots of smiles and handshakes and um, he's happy to just go about his business. Do you expect any ripples? Uh, Maybe with the more outspoken live members, particularly maybe Phil, who you've written a wonderful book about. Um, How's he going to be received? Yeah, you know, it's a fair question. And my sense of it is, is that they are going to put that aside for the betterment of the tournament. Um, I think they have so much respect for the Masters and Augusta National that, um, you know, that they they don't want there to be that kind of friction. And while maybe there would be if somebody got in contention and there's a couple of guys who maybe aren't friendly if they were paired together, 
for the most part, I sense that, uh, you know, that, that they're getting along. They, they want to be above that fray. Um, and frankly, you know, I, I still think that, that could have happened when, when you, when you, when you brought a lawsuit into it, that, um, you know, I, I think that was going to always make things a little bit tougher. You know, um, getting sued is, is no fun. Mm. And so, and then of course the PJ tour countersuit. So, you know, there's, there's acrimony there. Look, it's been such a polarizing topic in the game for a year now. And, um, and, and so, but, but this week I get the sense that, that they're at least going to get along and, you know, here, over here tonight, Tuesday night in the States, the champions dinner, you know, there's, there's six past champions that are, that are part of live golf. That'll be at that. And, you know, over the years at the champions dinner, what, there might be 20, 30 guys at that dinner. Do, do you think every one of them all got along? Probably not, mm. you know? So they, you know, they sat with their guys they were closer to. They, they said their hellos and that was it. You know, it didn't need to go beyond that. So, um, I, I think, I think it's more the same for this. And, uh, but yeah, it'll, it's still going to be really fascinating to see how this plays out. Um, I'm almost apologetic that the first golfer I want to talk to you about really is a guy that's probably not going to win it, Tiger Woods. Um, someone said to me this morning, who do you think is going to get the biggest galleries at the Masters? And I said, Tiger Woods, he'll get the biggest <laughs> galleries. It's his second tournament of the year, Bob. Um, last year's Masters was his first tournament for over a year, and he made the cut. He, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal golfing figure in history. But the weather, oh, I understand, rain, a little bit cool, um, this is going to be a test uh, with the weather conditions, let alone the hills that he's got to climb for four rounds if he does make the cut. A huge challenge for Tiger. No question. I mean, at this point, I think you have to keep the expectations in check. You know, making the cut would be a, a big accomplishment, and then you go from there. Mm. You see what the weather's like. You see how he's feeling. Um, you know, the weather's not supposed to be great this weekend. Uh, you know, so that's, um, you know, that's a tough aspect of this, but, um, you know, look, he's, he's had, he's had difficulty putting four rounds together. Um, remarkable that he even returned at the masters last year. Um, and then, you know, had a tough weekend. He he had to withdraw after the third round of the PGA. He only made it through two rounds of the open because he missed the cut. At, at the at the Genesis at the Riviera, Riviera in February, you know he 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 had a good tournament, uh, but he made the cut on the number. You know he had to sweat it out, and then he had a really good Saturday, not so good on Sunday. So, you know now you're now you're coming to a place with a lot of hills, a lot of undulation, probably one of the toughest walks in the game, and we all know his his um you know his right leg, you know he, he his limp is pretty pronounced. The longer it goes, the, the more sore it gets. The uh, uh, and and I think the more days that he walks, the harder it gets. So, you know, we're we're, we're going to have to see. But I think expectations need to be sort of, you know, kept in check with Tiger. The, the game is great. You know, the hitting the shots is fun. It's just that there's a lot more to hitting the shots than just you know standing over the ball. You got to get to it mm. and. If your legs hurt or your leg hurts and you're tired, it, it affects your golf. Is there a case? And I, I'm trying to rack my memory. Was it? It was a golfer 
was it Casey Martin um, who had a degenerative disease in his leg and he got dispensation to play in a cart? Am I recollecting that correct? Yes, you are. That's that's true. Uh, Casey Martin actually sued the PGA Tour for the right to ride a golf cart. And it went all the way to the Supreme Court of the United States, which ruled in his favor but made it a very narrow ruling. It said that if you qualified under the Americans with Disabilities Act, you could have a golf cart. Well, you know, there's a big difference between, you know, having a having a sore back or a bad arm or whatever mm. uh, and and the the ADA you know it, it's a legal thing that you know that uh, um, you know grants rights to people who who have severe disabilities in Martin's case he was born with it a degenerative condition that qualified would tiger qualify probably given how severe this is, um, but he has said he won't do that. And I mean, look, part of it might be that there's a big process you have to go through. You have to submit a lot of paperwork, a lot of doctor's information, the, the tour the governing bodies, they review it to make sure that it, that, that, you know, and then they make, then they decide whether or not you can get a golf cart. And, you know, Tiger has just made the decision. I'm not going to do that. If I can't play, I can't play. Mm. And, um, uh, so, you know, that's where we're at. He has joked several times about turning 50 and going on the Champions Tour uh, where he would be able to use a cart. And, um, you know, so, but it sounds to me like, you know, he wants to wait until he's 50. <laughs> um, for me, all roads point to the donner of the green jacket. Uh, Monday morning, New Zealand time, Sunday afternoon, your time. Uh, they will have a couple in the wardrobe in Rory McIlroy's size or Scotty Scheffler's size. They might, in fact, be the same size. Um, I'm not saying I'm confident one of those two would win, but I'd be surprised if one of those two didn't. Um, it, it, it's not that narrow, though, is it? No, I mean, I think there's a lot of different players that can win, you know, and there's certainly guys that come up that, that you know, you're not expecting. I mean, look, Cam Smith was in contention each of the last two years. Um, you know, we're not talking much about him because I think his form is a little off, but he loves his place and maybe it sparks him, you know, um, and that's happened many times over the years. Going way back, Ben Crenshaw had no game coming in here in 1995 and ended up winning. Um, you know, Hideki Matsuyama two years ago, you know, he hadn't won for a couple of years. I don't think he was on anybody's contenders list that week and ended up winning. So, you know, the chalk is, is Rory and John Rahm and Scotty Shepard and the top three in the world. They've all played really well this year. So certainly I think that, that it wouldn't be a surprise if they won. Um, but I just think it goes beyond that. Uh, New Zealand nationalism says I have to ask you about Ryan Fox. Is he on anyone's radar? His first start at the Masters, which is always your hardest start. He did get a practice round in last week and said he was just absolutely in awe of the place. Um, apart from last week's tournament at uh, Texas, he's fashioned a pretty good 2023. Has he in any conversations amongst the American Junos? Yeah, it's a great. That's a great example of like no chatter whatsoever. You know, it's his first Masters, and um, you know he might be a little bit under the radar because he doesn't play on the PGA Tour. But like you said, he's had a good year. 
Um, frankly, he probably should have been on the International President's Cup team last year. Um, you know, um, I, I don't know if he wasn't chosen because he wasn't a tour member, but um, it's hard for first timers. Uh, but you know, obviously he's got a really solid game. He hits it far. That, that helps you at Augusta, you know, having length matters. And, um, you know, um, if he can get over those jitters, right. I mean, I think that is a big part of it. Playing here for the first time, it's hard to not be nervous. Um, and, uh, you know, you've got to, you've got to move past that, but certainly he's got a pedigree and, and has won enough times and has been contention enough to be able to deal with that part of the, uh, that part of it if you, if he can get there. Mm. And finally, Bob, um, you've just put out a story which I found fascinating, actually. The ball rollback uh, looks like it might be gaining some momentum. Both Rory and Tiger saying they support technology um, dialing back the distance that golf balls can fly. And the reasoning behind that, I quite liked it, uh, making it... Um, not impossible for superintendents of golf courses and, and owners having to keep lengthening and keep lengthening because you you just can't. Do you think this is going to gain a lot of traction, particularly with Rory and Tiger supporting it? Yeah, it's a great question. I don't know. Um, you know, having those two behind it is, is important um, because uh, most of the players are not in favor of it. You know, the equipment companies do not want to make this move. They they think it's bad for business. Um, they think that we all should be having the ability to play the same equipment. You know, look, I would argue that we still have that ability, Like, but you and I would be silly to play a rolled back ball. We, we need all the help we can get. Yeah. And I would also argue that we don't really play the same stuff they play anyway. Like, I, I feel pretty confident that I don't have the same shaft in my driver that Rory has. Um, none of us would want to play the golf ball Tiger plays now. Tiger plays with a golf ball that spins a lot, you know, and a ball that spins a lot, our miss hits are going to be even worse, <laughs> you know, but the, the Tiger likes that spin, that, that, that helps him. And so, you know, we're not really playing the golf ball he plays anyway. And, you know, something has to give. I mean, I'm, I'm sympathetic to the players' plight. If it forces them to have to learn something different, that's not easy. And I get that. Um, and But I'm not so, you know, I don't know if I feel so sorry for the manufacturers who, who probably have already designed golf balls with, you know, they probably have specs for balls that don't fly as far. Um, they already manufacture equipment that just goes to the pros. So they do spend money on things that they're not really making money back on. Uh, and, you know, if you like the, the, the Bridgestone ball that Tiger plays, you're probably going to buy a Bridgestone ball. It just might not have the same characteristics. I, I still think we're going to play the same equipment. So um, it's, a, uh, it's a complicated issue. I mean, certainly uh, um, Tiger and Rory coming out in favor, it really helps. Uh, but you've got a lot of PJ Tour players who are not in favor of it, and it's going to be an interesting time. There's, you know, we have a comment period on this through August. It wouldn't go into effect until 2026. So, you know, that's still, you know, two plus years, and they'll have plenty of notice to to get this figured out if they do change it. And 
going to be interesting. It's a very controversial issue. Mm, it sure is. Um, and finally, expectations of Phil Mickelson's golf game this week. Again, uh, as part of Liv, um, hasn't played many tournaments, hasn't had a lot of golf, but he's got, what, 40-odd years of really good golf behind him. C- could he feature this week? It doesn't seem likely. Um, he would need to find some magic. Um, uh, it's, um, uh, you know, and he's not really shown much this year. He's only played 11 competitive rounds this year. And now he did have a good final day at the, at the, uh, at the event in, in Orlando for Liv uh, the other day. Um, finally showed some signs of life. Obviously, just like Tiger, he knows his way around this place. This is his 30th Masters. Mm. And, you know, Phil's had a lot of success, three wins, a lot of top tens. Um, so I, I I don't have any doubt that, you know, if he could get it going, um, that would really help. But the, the question is, can he get it going? Uh, it's just been so little good golf from him. You know, really going back to his win at the PGA Championship in 2021. It'd be a very Phil thing to do to feature on the leaderboard come Sunday afternoon. It'd be a very Phil thing to do. Hey, Bob, um, I I really love your passion and your commitment to the game of golf and uh, always making yourself available to, to chat to us. I, re- I really do appreciate it, Bob, and um, enjoy the next few days. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. It's very nice of you. Thank you.